Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's... Two old queens, it's two old queens, they're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens, it's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Mark, please introduce our guest today. I'm so excited. Uh, well, a real phenom, they would say. He's an <laughs> actor, writer, director, a playwright behind the plays, mm-hmm. Bright Colors and Bold Patterns, as well as Happy Birthday, Doug. And of course, his phenomenal Chloe Seveny videos. It's Drew Drogay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Drew. Thank you for being on our podcast. You know, I'm thrilled that we we can finally do it. We've been meaning to do this for a while, so I'm thrilled to that's be here. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What have you been watching that's been keeping you sane, like a Misla? Uh, I've been Anything watching good? a lot of old movies um, okay. that I have never seen or things that I hadn't seen in a, in a long time. So I'm watching a lot of Hitchcock, mainly, most of which I'd seen before, but I'm watching it again. I've never seen Born Yesterday. I had never seen that until- Oh, wrong. wow, that's a fun one. <laughs> which is so great. Judy, Judy mm-hmm. Holiday is amazing. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, she beat Betty Davis and Gloria Swanson for an Oscar. She better be fucking good. She's amazing. Watch that. I watched a um, lot of campy, like anything, Vincent Price to- um, mm. No, oh, he's what we need. All kinds of just, I mean, I'm really enjoying kind of mindless um, escapist trash, but I don't know. I mean, that's kind of what I like anyway, but um, <laughs> yeah. it has a special resonance now. For sure. And it's nice to sort of pick I, out something and going, oh, what am I going to do tonight? I'm going to sit down, have a glass of wine, mm-hmm. you know, maybe get a little high and watch a movie that I've maybe never seen before. Kind of great, you know? Yeah. I just watched um, Douglas Sirk's Magnificent Obsession, which is like pure escapism. Which I've never seen either. It's a must-see. It's, every, mm-hmm. it's got Rock Hudson. Yes. <laughs> Flab of a man. Say no more. Wait. 
No, I've seen All That Heaven Allows. I've seen that one. This is, but not, was before that. Okay, okay. Because I love All That Heaven Allows, but I've never seen Magnificent Obsession. Check out Magnificent Obsession. It's I'm, like I'm uh, uh, three hours of plot in 90 minutes. It's what? <laughs> it has three hours of plot in about 90 minutes. Those are my, those are my favorites. <laughs> yeah. Keep it moving. Keep it moving, yeah. Let's not linger. Like a Law and Order episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, because a lot of those older movies, they love to linger. They love to just be like, well, let's just hang out for a minute. Yes. <laughs> so it's good. I like when it's like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Zippy. Yeah. What about you, John? What have you been watching? Uh, we just finished the, um, uh, it's more epic, the uh, country music um, uh, documentary. By oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I've heard is great. Uh, it's so good. So great. I really love that. That was so much fun. Now listen to a lot more country music. Thank you. Thank you. I listen to country when I cleaned and last night when I made a vegan chili. So I'm living my oh, 1970s housewife life. I love it. My, uh, my favorite <laughs> movie of all time is Nashville. So I, oh, like, yeah. oh. you know, I mean that era country music or anything older than that. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually really enjoy like old gospel music, like from like country gospel. Um, oh, cool. It's beautiful. I love it. You know. But anything like Loretta Lynn, Dolly Parton, on <laughs> like bring it on, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, speaking of the outlaws of country, should we, <laughs> we have another kind of outlaws. We're talking about 1980s Windows. John, what is Windows about? Well, let me tell you, Windows came out in 1980. And in fact, it is the first major studio release of the 1980s. This is the movie really? that kicked off the decade. <laughs> So we're really getting into some heavy hitters right now. Uh, It is an erotic thriller directed by Gordon Willis, starring Talia Shire, Joseph Cortez, and Elizabeth Ashley. And it tells the story of Emily, played by Talia Shire, who is the subject of a perverse obsession by a gay neighbor, Andrea, played by Elizabeth Ashley, who not only is in lust with her, but hires a rapist in order to get audio tapes of her moaning. Andrea turns peeping Tom and watches Emily with a telescope as she begins a love affair with Detective Cortese. Or Cortez, excuse me. It was nominated for five Razzie Awards, Picture, Actress, Supporting Actress, Director, and Screenplay. And Elizabeth Ashley was nominated for a Stinkers Award, also in 1981. Never heard of that award before, but she got a nomination. That also would have been the first year of the Razzies, because um, I believe I'm right that um, Can't Stop the Music, (laughs) I I think that Can't Stop the Music was the first one to win the Razzie. Okay. Same year. So, um, because Mommy Darius won the next year. But um, yeah, uh, I apologize slash uh, you're welcome for (laughs) suggesting this movie. I had never, I'd never seen this movie until it was on my list of like campy things to watch. So when you guys asked me, I was like, I was looking and I was like, maybe this will be good. Um, (laughs) Every year at Outfest, we've always done like, um, we've done bad movie night. Dave Holmes and I will find a bad, gay movie, usually with the help of Alonzo Duralde and, and friends. And, and it's always been on Alonzo's list. It's like, you can always do Windows, but it's really disturbing. It's really hard to sit through. And boy, was he right. <laughs> that opening scene, especially, is yeah. unbelievable. It's sort of like, um, reminded me of a lesbian rear window, but also with a lot of frenzy. Uh, have you all seen Frenzy? Yes. I haven't seen Frenzy with that one. It's 
actually, I think horrible. And I think that if it came out in like, obviously in today's climate, like it would have, it would have um, canceled Alfred Hitchcock. Like for all the good he did, that mm-hmm. movie is horrible. Like it's, it's, it's um, ugly. <laughs> it's so ugly. Not as ugly as Windows. Uh, Windows is the <laughs> ugliest movie ever. I think. Yeah, Frenzy is really Frenzy is a sick. It's a truly sick movie where it's like you you follow a rapist the whole movie. The rapist is the lead. Oh, okay. And you're watching him get away with it throughout the whole movie, and it's just like That's tough. it was just at the end of Hitchcock's life, and really like where you're like, oh, this guy was truly not a, like not mentally okay. Yeah. one of our greatest <laughs> filmmakers, but also. Anyway, reminds me of, reminds me of Frenzy, like that opening scene. And also Cruising a little bit, which also came out the same year. It's like the lesbian oh, yeah. Cruising. Yeah, but I think Cruising's actually a great movie, but I think it has kind of a similar vibe, a similar aesthetic of just ugly. And just, they really wanted to show you every, like, moment of a rape. Like, it's not just like, yeah. oh, we know what's going to happen. We can move on. Yeah. Right, right. Like, it is. Right. There's a weird th- moment of like, no, you need to see this. And it's like, we don't. We don't. <laughs> like, like, they're almost like trying to be like, this is the real thing. And it's like, meh. No. And poor Talia Shire. This poor actress. Like, don't poor do this Talia to an Shire. actress. Until <laughs> you see Talia Shire acting, and then you kind of uh, are okay <laughs> with it. If there's ever a performance... <laughs> That's that sort of earned <laughs> abuse. It's her stutter <laughs> acting that she's trying to do. Oh yeah, that's pretty rough. And you know she's a stutterer because she has every All textbook about stuttering on her bookshelf at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so would you say you enjoyed Window? Like, would you watch it again? Like, what would you? I would totally watch it again. I would fast forward the first ten minutes or however long uh-huh. that break was. It felt like it was ten minutes. Yeah. Because that just starts the movie. And I, I started and I was like, oh my God, this is the most disturbing. It gets really insane in a fun way yes. for me. Like yeah. after that. So I would fast forward that opening. <clears throat> and then it, once we see, once we meet Elizabeth Ashley in a fucking yeah. cocoa cowl neck and so much <laughs> pancake makeup on, jogging, <laughs> character makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> Lesbian poetress, poetess, <laughs> Andrea. I'll never forgive this movie. Did they ever show her poetry? Do we ever get to hear her poetry? Do the, uh, she yeah, she recites. The, oh, that's at the end. Okay. She, she recites yeah. a couple times. So in therapy, she will recite. Oh, yes. The, her therapist is always asking her about her poetry. <laughs> As if we haven't been through enough. <laughs> we have to listen to her Don't. roses are red, violets are blue shit. Right. Um, she says, I really wrote down, she says, I'm working on a poem, a new one. Would you like to hear it? It's about love. And then she goes on her poem. God. <laughs> um, John, what did you think of Windows? Had you uh, seen it before? I had not seen it. I hadn't even heard of it before. Um, I was so delighted to have seen it. Uh, I thought, I get, yeah, similarly, it's like, oh, it starts so heavy in the beginning. It gets bananas. I wished, like, I wish there was just like a little bit more cocaine on the set of this movie. Yeah. Well, it's very predictable. Like, you know exactly yeah. what's happening the whole time. You're right. Never, you just don't you know how it's going to get there. You never think Elizabeth Ashley should be trusted. You never, <laughs> like, they, their relationship's so murky. Like, what's happening? Um, how do they, they even know each other? They're their neighbors, neighbors, I guess. Okay. Uh, and uh, 
I also was very confused as to where we were a lot. I was high when I was watching this movie. I took notes. I took okay. like four pages of notes. Okay. I was <laughs> but I still kept being like, where are we right now? Because she kept, Talia Shire moved. But then at one she point was she was like, I'm moving. In Brooklyn. And was, I was like, I thought you just moved to a new place. <laughs> she had, but you had to tell her work. Right. And I don't know why well, she didn't, because that was the, where her husband, that was her ex-husband. Right. Right. I'm not sure, but it was, she was, she did live in Brooklyn and then she moved to Manhattan because, because you don't get raped in Manhattan. Of course not. And then, and so that's, that's, that's what, yeah. (laughs) It was confusing because there were just like a fifth of this movie just shots of the Brooklyn Bridge. Totally. (laughs) Oh, and then jazz hands to the Brooklyn Bridge. Yes. That was a great moment. Yeah. (laughs) To a window. It makes jazz hands at the Brooklyn Bridge. I blacked out when that happened. Also, I had never heard or seen this. I had never heard of or seen this movie before, and I was gobsmacked. I was like, why don't more people know about this? But also at the same time, people need to know, but also be warned at the same token. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you love trash, true camp that is actually produced, like it's it's beautifully photographed. I mean, it's Gordon Willis. Mm -hmm. He shot all the Godfather movies and like all the President's right. Men. Like he's a, a genius, so it looks great. But for what purpose, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> oh, it is surprising that it's not more well known, especially since there's not that many like big lesbian movies. I feel right. like like there's not right. that many older gay movies, but I feel like there's even less. So you would think that's something that was I, I, it kicked off the not. '80s. Um, that because, people wouldn't know more about it. Because as much as people hate cruising, like cruising was so loathed by the gay community when it came out. Right. But I'm shocked that Windows wasn't hated way more. I mean, cruising, I understand when it came out, it was the first like mainstream portrayal of gay life. And people were saying, it's the seedy leather, like murder. Like it's like, if you go mm-hmm. to a leather bar, you're going to get murdered. This is what it means to be gay. And like, there was no positive portrayal of, of you know, of gay love on you know mm. in um, major movies, but I think we can look at cruising now as like, like a really well-made thriller. It's genuinely terrifying. That final moment of cruising, I think, is just beyond bananas. Terif- weird. Like, what's going on with Pacino? You know, Pacino's great in it. it I, I think that we can look at that movie now and. There are scenes in Cruising where the cop the, says, this isn't all gay people. They literally spell it out. Like, this is not, like, <laughs> they say it. So you can watch that movie now as, like, a, you know, as a thriller and not say this is representing all gay culture. But Windows is just no. basically just saying, like, if you're a sad, lonely lesbian, you're going to do this. <laughs> and, like, what woman, regardless of her sexuality, what woman records someone being raped and wants to listen to it. The scene where she gets the tape in her car, puts it in the car and then smokes and then throws her head back and comes. I mean, who who are we supposed to go? Oh yeah, well, careful. That happens. I once tend to the woman like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, because they give her no motivation beyond the fact that she's a lesbian. Right. Yeah. There's like, no. There's motivation. no like. Who is she? Where does she come? How does she get this amazing two apartments? Both right, amazing. Yeah. Yep. She does have great interior design. 
though. I don't know. I don't know. I felt like I love your saying it's like gorgeous. I thought it was. I thought it looked like the set of Brighton Beach memoirs, and then it looks like what else did I write down? I was like, this looks like now it when we move to the empty room. I don't know. I wrote it down somewhere. Am I rattling off? But it's um. There's nothing. It's like so. It's so crazy. Like, um, and also Elizabeth Ashley's um, wardrobe, which is amazing, but it's also like verdigris, Halston, belted, <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> villain suit. Like <laughs> this New York poet in the in the late seventies when this was shot. Like, why is she dressed like she's? It's like dinner, like um, Faye Dunaway, and like. Yeah, I think that's a perfect segue because Drew, as you may or may not know, we are looking <laughs> for the gayest movie ever. So we have a very elaborate and Byzantine scoring system right. with about over 40 categories. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of categories. We're going to go through each one. Oh, okay. And at the end, you are going to add a category, which will then possibly it could, could become, become canon. Right. So it could be added to the... <laughs> right. Um, so let me tell you, so this is a percentage of total possible points. Let me tell you where we're at right now, the top five movies. Okay. All right. So number five with a 62.63%, nine to five. Yes. Number four with 66.49%, Meet Me in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. Number three, 69.17%, <clears throat> The Muppets Take Manhattan. <laughs> number two, seventy-six point fifty-two percent funny girl, and the number one current reigning champ with the seventy-eight point fifty-nine percent is Bradley Cooper's A Star Is Born. Wow! So, <laughs> so we're gonna take gay? for this first bunch That's the gayest movie of all time. <laughs> it's what, of what we've done so far. All it's right. definitely gayer than Goodwill Hunting. Wow, Shangela really has a lot of points. Uh, <laughs> Well, you'll She's see. like three categories is how much chance was in this movie. I love it. So the first category, we're going to take every, we're all going to score, give it our own score out of 100, then we take the average. Okay. So the first category is homoeroticism. So how homoerotic is Windows? Oh, that's a tricky question. That it's is a, a tricky, tricky question. question. They had like a very like sensual hug near in like the first third after like Elizabeth Ashley like slammed yeah. the door on that guy's arm several oh times. Oh my God, crazy. <laughs> they had like a very like sweet hug after that. That felt like, okay, that there was some like homoerotic, that could have gone to the bedroom. There is like lesbian flirting in it. Like she's bad at it, but she is, there is like- Oh, it's when very, she bites it's her very over homo. I just don't know how erotic it is. Right, it's um, all on one side. It's one-sided eroticism. <clears throat> yeah. Remember the montage when they're walking across the bridge and you're just hearing rain noises <laughs> with tender music? <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, but there's also Elizabeth Ashley's teak steam fuck hut apartment with the Howard yes. Johnson's bed. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but you think she's in the shower, but no, she's behind her. Uh, she's wasting oh, water. Um. I don't know, like on a, on a scale of one to a hundred? Yeah. Yeah. You could, um, or zero. Homoerotic, I'm gonna say, I will say 50. 50. Uh, I'm not gonna go quite as high as 50, but, um, but there's, it is sort of like an erotic thriller though. So I, you know what, I will go, I'll go 50 as well. 50. Uh, I'll give it 35. 
it was a little too queasy for me yeah. and it is all in one woman's head essentially True. yeah all right giving an average of 45 not as high <laughs> as stars born which had a 47.67 thanks to john giving it an 80. okay our next category <laughs> actual gay characters well Oof. there's Elizabeth there's Ashley. the one the one and in a lot of ways the move like you watch the movie like on paper she is clearly the villain but whenever she's talking the music under her gives her such like sympathetic and like romantic like undertone to it like it almost like is like her she's the protagonist of this like that wants us to feel for her oh it was very jarring well i definitely don't feel for talia shire <laughs> <laughs> Did there weren't you, many I thought people she to was a for. speech therapist. Was I wrong about that? No, no she, she had speech issues. So she has Ugh. she has to do her like you know rhubarb, her red leather, rubella, yellow leather, the rubber buggy bumpy bumpers <laughs> every night in her empty apartment. Yeah. So there's just the one. I think just Andrea. I don't the only the, actual. I don't yeah, but this is a movie that doesn't have a lot of characters, though. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's true. It's. I mean, if it's really, you could boil it down to. Was the cop sexy? I couldn't decide. I was like, was oh, like he's really hot. Oh, God, he's no, disgusting. He yeah, he was just like nothing. He was such a bad actor that terrible. it was hard to find him sexy. Oh, my God, terrible. <laughs> His phone call. Also, I don't think... Wake him up. I don't think a cop should be asking an insult victim out for a date, but maybe that's yeah, just Yeah, there's all that. It was that. It was <laughs> 1980. It was still okay. He was just trying I to... I don't think it was okay right. even back then. <laughs> so, what, Drew, what would you give this for actual gay characters? Just one. Just one out of 100? Oh, oh, oh. I don't know. Um, I mean, well, that's what I was saying. Like, there's how many... If, if we really boil this down to there's how many characters? There's... There's the neighbor. The two women, the cop, the neighbors. And yeah, the weird therapist. Doorman. K. Mad, K. So one of the but there's ones. maybe like seven characters in this whole okay, movie, right? Okay, so one out of seven, so 12. <laughs> give it a 12? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. I'll go, I'll go 15. 15. I don't know. She's like a big part of the movie, yeah, though. Yeah, I'm going to say so, bigger than that. She's the top she, is like a, she is like basically the movie. So I'll say 20. 20. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go 33. 33. She's basically a third yeah. of the movie. I'm going to give it a 66. Okay. Because there's an actual, it's a terrible representation of a gay person, <laughs> but there is a gay person. Um, all right. So the next category, camp factor. How campy is Windows? <laughs> How would you define camp? I would love to hear your definition of camp. Yeah. Um, isn't It's basically like, um, you know, like when it, I, I think camp is when something is onyx, like, uh, not intentionally um, celebrated. Like we celebrate things for different reasons than what they set out to make. So it's sort mm. of unaware, mm. unintentionally fabulous or hilarious, or it becomes something bigger or better or worse or more. So it's definitely all of that. I always, I mean, I feel like same with Showgirls. It's like very campy, but the rape always like, knocks off really yeah off. yeah same with showgirls it's like so because there's nothing obviously can't be about that but then they're recording it and then once you record it and give it to a woman who's gonna smoke and then just like <laughs> squirt all over her car 
I, we're in the camp because that's We've, so insane. Yeah. Ding ding. There's you gotta so stick with it. Now that I'm like, okay. And, and again, I, I really just think like Talia Shire's performance is so annoying that it's like, not since Annabella Shora and Hand That Rocks the Cradle have I been like, keep more, hurt her more. <laughs> Um, so I'm gonna give I'm gonna give this an 85 for camp. 85, pretty campy. Yeah, it's pretty high. I mean, there's we haven't even talked about the frozen cat. The frozen, the frozen cat, cat. That, that motivates itself to fall out of the freezer like after a beat, and then clatters on the floor. Clatters because it's frozen. Yes. <clears throat> That is the definition of camp right there. <laughs> also, I think the book Save the Cat was written shortly after Windows came out. They're like, you know what? Sure. Save the cat. I've got it. <laughs> but they wonder yeah. earlier they, they would make a big point and they say no pets. The, I yeah, wrote that there down. you go. So it's like that's a mm -hmm. blackout line. That's gonna come back later. <laughs> <laughs> I know how things work. Yeah. Um yeah, I think it's pretty high. I mean, they even like had a long scene of them watching now Voyager. I was like, yes, why are we still yeah. watching this movie within this movie? Yes. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go ninety on this because I feel like it's really high, except but for that rape scene. And I think especially with Ugh. this, like, it's interesting how like it took a while for my husband and I to be like, oh yeah, this movie is super like crazy. Whereas like with Showgirls, it's like, oh, it's crazy, it's crazy. Then that rape happens yeah. and then you go back right. to it. Or this, like right. by starting with the rape, it takes you a while to be like, wait a minute, hold right. on. But yeah, right. so I'm gonna go 90. You gotta ding it for that rape. You gotta ding it for that rape. Mm -hmm. Also, there's, you gotta pay that um, rape tax. there's a line, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just saw nope. one of the campiest lines ever was the therapist said, why, he said, why'd you get drunk? And she, Elizabeth Ashley says, because it hurts. <laughs> Come on. Yes. Mama's getting a swimming pool over this one. Um, I have a few things I think that are pretty cappy that happen in this. I think Talia's one of her first lines is Stephen, we're getting a divorce. Yeah. Um, yep. Hanging paper plate art on your wall. Being offended when someone doesn't want to talk about their sexual assault with you. <laughs> um, um, smoking in therapy. Leaning against a brick wall in a loft you're renting just so you can spy on a woman you're secretly terrorizing. <laughs> a dirty phone call. Andrea vomiting after seeing Emily and the cop kiss. Yeah. Molesting a telescope. Smashing a telescope on a first date. That spring-loaded address book. And then having a total <laughs> psychotic breakdown because you can't see a woman's boobs. Yeah. So there I'm going to give this a 90. Good. All righty. Also, Pretty, uh, campier than funny girl. Also, I've written, a, I wrote, literally wrote camp after that. When she leaves the bloody handprint on the window. And <laughs> oh, it, yes. It's like she makes a point to put her full handprint and like, come on. <laughs> like she needs to get the in. Whole, game there. The whole flood plot about like, who bought a telescope in the city? Yeah. <laughs> like, let's, I want, let's a, I want a list of that. everyone in Brooklyn who bought a telescope in the last seven or eight days. God. And the ending is so unsatisfying because they just kind of like, she slaps her and then kind of just walks away. And then they have a very, a conversation of like, well, this is what she was into me. She was she just says, really obsessed. I don't think she would have hurt me. I know she, she says, Talia says, she, she never would have done anything to me. And the guy says, yeah. yes, she would have. And it's over. 
<laughs> I wanted her to like fall through a window or like she totally. this is a character who should have like fallen yeah. 30 stories to her death. Yes. It's called Windows, not Brooklyn Bridge. Thank you. Okay. All right, our next category, over the top wardrobe. Mm. Okay. There's a lot of tan, um, a lot of muted colors. A lot wow. of tan, although um, uh, Elizabeth asked her, I did note she was wearing a, a pink turtleneck while jogging. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I noticed that none of the guy, none of his jackets, this isn't over the top, but none of his jackets fit him. Did you notice that like the tailoring was off? <laughs> no. It's like the sleeves were too short on all of his coats. What a and read. Elizabeth, <laughs> least, she had some sunglasses that were really like, okay. Very fun. That were fun, that were brought a little zhuzh to the set. I liked her, Elizabeth, when she was wearing that weird like blousey jumpsuit on like their seduction scene when she invites her over to her apartment. Oh, yeah, right. That was pretty, it was like really low cut. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she didn't wear a lot of bras in this movie. A lot of belted numbers. And a lot of belted. A lot of it. Um, Talia Shar's horrible Dorothy Hamill <laughs> penis haircut. And disgusting, like, children's science program clothes that she was wearing the whole time. <laughs> um, but because of Elizabeth Ashley, I mean, Elizabeth Ashley is 100% dinner theater Faye Dunaway through the whole movie. Yes, she's great. Uh, yeah. In terms of the outfits, the whole, yeah, I'm going to give this a high. Um, uh, it's still so ugly. It's hard to say. I'll say 80. 80. I think it's pretty muted for the most part, except for, yeah, I like how you said, like, uh, Elizabeth Ashley seemed to buy all of the clothes off, like, the villainess line of something. Um, so I'll give it a 66. 66. Uh, I'll give it a 60. It is pretty muted, though. All right, so the next category, given an average of 68.67. That's 5.67 points higher than A Star is Born. So each oh, shit star is born. Here we oh. go. We got a All horse right. race. Next category, mm -hmm. drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch Windows and come away with a whole book of ideas? I want to meet the drag queen. <laughs> that does, like, right? I was inspired by Windows. Um, <laughs> I, I do think the late 70s, early 80s time period, it is a good time capsule of that very, sure. very specific era. Yeah. Um, it would be hard though. I don't think this movie has like an iconic stoppers. look. Yeah. And if someone yeah. did have a look, you'd be like, that's Windows. Windows. Right. Unless right. they're like holding like a dead cat. You gotta have that frozen, <laughs> as have a that frozen orange cat and have to be listening to a recording holding of someone getting Holding a bloody telescope <laughs> and a, yeah. yes. a tape recorder with cigarettes. I know Windows because, yeah, the thing is the look is it's very eyes of Laura Mars too. And if I mean I would say that would be more iconic for a drag queen to be inspired by that movie or mm -hmm. um something around the same time period. Uh it doesn't seem very aware of the time, you know what I mean? It was just now. You know what I mean? It wasn't like yeah. making there wasn't any so there's not a lot of bold choices. Yeah, it's sort of hard to think about like who, you know, yeah. So I'm gonna say no, drag queen could probably do this. <laughs> so what would you, how, how would that translate to a number? I mean, with Elizabeth Ashley, you have to think, cause I, I think, you know, I know I watched Evening Shade as a child and she was definitely on my list of like, that woman, what's she about? Um, <laughs> yeah, I must know she's everything. She's got something to teach me. She sounds smoky and awful. <laughs> I need to meet her. Um, That's how I feel about Edie McClurg. Oh. I'll tell you all about Edie McClurg. <laughs> I would love. I just watched Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Oh, Chastity Mariah. I love. Uh, amazing. It's such a. It's so fun. 
Um, oh, what was I going to say? Okay, in terms of, I'm going to say 30, just because of Elizabeth Ashley. 30. And <laughs> I'll give it 10 for Elizabeth Ashley. Just 10. Just 10 for Elizabeth Ashley. I'm, uh, I'm going to give it a 20. So give it an average of 20. All righty. All right, our next category. On a scale of 0 to 100, how likely are you to recommend this to gay people? So a little child comes up to you, a little eight-year-old says, a child, an eight-year-old comes up, hey, I'm out. What do I need to watch? I'm here. I need to get used to it. I'm in short pants. There's so many movies to watch before you watch Bimbo's Child. But put it on the list. But it could be on the list. To the right people, this this is one of those movies that, like, I would absolutely recommend this movie to my kind of, like, you know, Mm-hmm. gay friends that want like real you know um it just depends on your your sensibility but it is they're right. very undeniably gay about it like gay people enjoying it more than <laughs> right just also as a historical document you know right yeah totally look what we used to have to accept uh, exactly we were always killers mm-hmm. the fan <laughs> Laura McCall, uh, mm-hmm. all of it it was always that um Okay, so uh, what's how likely we ever get a minute? I'm gonna say um, seventy. Seventy. Uh, I'm gonna go a little higher just because I do feel like I'm so glad I saw it and hadn't heard of it. So I feel like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eighty-three. Eighty-three. I do feel it is like an mm-hmm. undis like you have to. There's a huge caveat. Like the first ten minutes are rough. Right. Yes. Um. But beyond that, um, it is pretty. I think it is like a camp classic. I don't. Know, I would. I give yeah. it an eighty. I think it's right. pretty, it's pretty high. All right, next category: the male gaze. So this is like how <laughs> horny is the camera for the male form? Like how much is their intent behind the camera? Zero. From... <laughs> Gordon Willis. It's pretty bored. Pretty low. <laughs> I mean, the yeah. one person who's supposed to be the eye candy, it's, as I said, his jackets are too short. His tie was always, like, undone. Uh, they don't really make him sexy at all. No. But, well, I mean, in this case, do we, think, do we think we should look at it more as, like, well, how horny is the camera for Elizabeth Ashley? Because they do sort of, like, do make her sexy. Like, that's she's not, not unusual like a, to make a woman sexy in a movie. I understand, but... I know what you're saying. Yeah, that that would be the gaze would be, but like it's just it's such a creepy thing. I think there's nothing about it where you're like, oh wow, it's so steamy <laughs> this, and this black you know, is right. to be that. <laughs> but yeah, too much pancake on Ashley. There's a lot of pancake. So Drew, you're giving it a zero. I'll say zero. John. Yeah, I guess I'll go zero as well. <laughs> um, I'll give it a zero. It's like nothing. Giving it a zero. All right, next category. Entrances with pizzazz. <laughs> <laughs> there is one entrance where she comes around where it's almost like she's Freddy Krueger. Like they shoot her like it's yes. Freddy. You know? And yeah. it's like, it was, I think it was like the shower scene where you think she's in the shower just yeah. behind her. Yes. With the lights behind her, you can't see her face. The Definitely. opening shot of the movie is very nice with the like the rainbow pride neon oh, yeah. down the yeah, stairwell. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh the jazz. But it's not a real pizzazzy movie. It's not a pizzazzy movie, no. Everything's so muted and like hushed. Um and, like, they're screaming. I know. It's like 
There's a lot of shitty wind music. Um, <laughs> also, was thinking, who is this movie for? Oh yeah, who I know. are they like? Is this for like straight people, like a straight couple to watch? Like, well, thank God we don't have that. I yeah. No, I know. So, what would you give this for entrances with pizzazz? Uh, I would give it a thirty. Thirty. Uh, I'm gonna go twenty. It's pretty pizzazz less, I think. <laughs> pizzazz less. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a fifteen, even lower. Give it a twenty-one point sixty-seven. All right, next category: dramatic lighting. There's a ton of dramatic lighting. A lot yeah. of dramatic lighting. You got a DP directing. Yeah. Like even that opening shot in the hallway with like the weird like colored light yes, and a little spiral. Yes. A flash of a switchblade. Mm-hmm. The final when she, when she's having her meltdown with the light coming oh, just yeah. from the bathroom. Oh like that right, good. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. yeah. And, it, and there's like there's been some Boulevard com- ending too. Like, yeah. yes, there was one confrontation scene like, where it was just yeah. one uh, like silhouette and the other woman. Yeah. That's on the poster, yeah. Oh, okay. oh, there's also there's a lot of shadow erotica. Yeah, shadow erotica. <laughs> yes. How she was like holding that telescope, like it was mm-hmm. so upsetting. I felt bad for the telescope. <laughs> so, what would you give this for dramatic lighting? Drew? Oh, I mean, eighty-five. Eighty-five. Uh, yeah, I'll go 88, because I also love that, that the police sirens going over her uh, Elizabeth Ashley's face or <laughs> in her Sunset Boulevard. We haven't I'll even talked about her at the well. end where she becomes a child, and she's like, please don't hurt me. <laughs> it's so weird. It was such a trend then of just like, oh, that like you break and you regress. Right. <laughs> like, it's all some weird, like, horrible thing. Like, you happen to walk in on your parents having sex, and now that's why you're fucked up. Yes. Also, same year as Dressed to Kill, which kind of has the same thing of like their their queerness is like their disease in a way. It's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, that's all the only thing that motivates them. Right. All right. Our next category: strident women. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, One. there's a strident woman and there's a a blathering victim who I've never <laughs> in the history of people heard anyone talk like that. Have you enjoyed Talia Shire and other things? No, I think she's terrible. I think she's 100%. <laughs> this is nepotism in action. 100%. I'm like, well, at least she went on to make some great movies like Talia Shire. Talia Shire has been, was nominated for two Oscars. And she's <laughs> awful. For oh. both two Rocky movies? No, uh, Rocky and Godfather 2. Godfather? Oh, Godfather 2. I think she was nominated mm. for Godfather Part 2. And Rocky, yeah. Um, no, she's awful. But also, okay. Um, she, she's not strident <laughs> at all. But Ashley no. makes up. And then you also have Kay Medford, who we haven't talked about, the neighbor. She's yes. pretty strident. You know, broadly, Kay Medford. She's pretty fucking mm-hmm. This is her last movie. Oh, wow. Went out with a bang. <laughs> <laughs> there were, like, such weird coincidences. Like, I was so confused when there's one point Talishar gets into the cab of the guy who assaults her. Yep. And that's a pure coincidence. I was like, oh, is this yeah, that happens in New York City that all so the time, crazy. guys. It always <laughs> happens in New York. Oh, God, I got my rapist for my cab driver again. <laughs> she starts it off. But also, like, her character, Talishar's character, like, she's going Larry, calling him Larry when it's, it's Les Lawrence on the thing. She's thinking we're, like, jokey with him. Why, that woman yeah. wouldn't do that. 
Why would that woman do that? That's like she would never get back into the cab with him. Never no. get back in the cab. You got in, you got out, made a phone call, and you get back in the cab. Absolutely. Well, maybe cab. that's what the cop told her to do. To but why? Because I mean, I it's a bad idea. To be like, yeah, she called the cop to be like, my rapist is here, and they yeah, were like, come he's to the spot. Me. Okay, we'll get back yeah. in the car. Tell him to drive Keep you him on the line. Could you yeah. imagine getting the call? Hey, don't have much time, but real quick. My real cab driver is my rapist. <laughs> Where are you oh, right now? So what are we going to give this for strident women? I'm a, based on Kay Medford and Elizabeth Ashley. <laughs> and as strident as, I'm going to say, um, 72. 72. Yeah, I'm going to go 75. Also go seventy five. I mean, Ashley is like strident for the gods. Yeah. All right. Our next category: macabre. How macabre is Windows? It's Very. pretty macabre. It's pretty macabre. <laughs> I mean, there's all that knife. That there's the rape itself. There's a weird moment of Tal uh, Talia Shire looking at the Brooklyn Bridge with her jazz hands. That's pretty macabre. <laughs> That's macabre. <laughs> <laughs> a frozen cat. A frozen cat. Another one macabre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The, the 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 rapist coming through the door is really so like crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. The I also thought like the, the the cat walking through while she's being raped and not doing anything. That was pretty macabre. Yeah. So like you thought well, when fatal attraction or boiling a rabbit was a big deal. They're freezing <laughs> yeah. a cat. They and they did it years before fatal attraction. But even right? just like yeah, like trailblazers watching some like peeping toming someone across that river, um, and the heavy breathing and like the POV shots. Also, like she and then just lived across the river. That whole thing where where Talia runs outside and she's confused and she can't get across to the to she's. She's so maddeningly upsetting. She's like, she, she can't get to the apartment that and was about to say, I live right around the room. Where are you? Are you? I can't find it. And she's panicking to get over there. Oh. Um, Infuriating. Yes. I will. So what you I'll give it from a 90. Cob. 90. I'm gonna go 88 from a cob. Uh, I think I'm gonna give it 92. It's almost well, it's almost too macabre for me. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. All right, next category. Wigs. Are there this any wigs a, in this? It's not a wiggy movie. No. Talia's hair looks I mean, like a wig. <laughs> How they got real hair to do that, I'll never know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Put in that knit cap all day. Um, uh, yeah, it's not a real wiggy movie. Not even like Elizabeth Ashley. No. Kay Medford, no wig. No wig. You, you don't think it's a piece on the top? over, breaks the lamp. What was, I thought I missed something no. when that happened. <laughs> no, she just fell over, <laughs> broken lamp. Okay. Yeah, my husband and I were like, did, was, oh, was, uh, was Elizabeth Ashley somehow responsible for that? Like, did yeah, she that's somehow what I kill thought. her? Cause she has a, she finds a mini bottle. She's looking for liquor in the house. Cause she needs to calm <laughs> down. And then it's like, she falls. I don't know why. Maybe maybe Kim Edford <laughs> just fell in that moment. And they just kept it. Like just keep rolling. They were like, <laughs> "We gotta go. This is our last day." So, what are you going to give this for wigs? I guess zero. I think a zero. John, I'm going to give it five because I bet Kay Medford had like a little <laughs> red piece on top of it. <laughs> I see. Uh, I'm going to give it a zero. All right. All right. Next category: quips. How quippy is Windows? Not at all. 
not equipping. I mean, there's the some moments. There was the you can let the cat out of the bag now when she literally had her cat in a bag. Sure. Oh. I I didn't They're like, I'm out of coffee. Were you ever out of coffee? Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, there's attempts at quippery. There's one moment where Elizabeth actually just screams, you son of a bitch, that I really enjoyed it, but I don't remember where it was. I wrote it down for what that's worth. There's drunk and vomiting at therapy. Um, and then, yeah, I, I do like, why'd you get drunk? Because it hurts. I love that line. And the poems that are so bad. Quippy, though? I don't know. It's not a very quippy movie. No. No, I'll say 15. 15. Yeah, I'll go 15 as well. 15. I'm going to go 8. Wow. Not very quippy at all. All right, next category, vibrato. Now, this is the literal <laughs> vibrato, but then we also use it to mean little extra is there is the movie doing anything like judging anything a little extra more um i did write at one point rape <laughs> i did write talia shire's blouses are fabric vibrato but she had a lot of busy <laughs> patterns in her tops <laughs> and just the fact that elizabeth ashley recited poetry felt vibrato-y to me her apartment was pretty wild yes overly yeah. decorated a lot of draped fabrics there was yeah. all the all the verb the voice lessons and all that. Mm -hmm. Oh right, true. In that world, um, sure, I'll go fifty. Fifty. <laughs> uh, I'll go forty. Forty. Uh, I'm going to split the difference and do forty-five. Really? All right. The last of the canon categories, or first of three cate <laughs> uh, categories of categories, footwork. How much footwork is in Windows? Well, there's the jogging. Yeah. The jogging. There's one moment where um, Joe, the cop, is just like waiting for um, Talia Shire. And I, he, his foot was like in a jaunty position as he was like trying to nonchalantly hang out on the wall. And he had like a jaunty foot. So I just put, I just wrote that down. Ja jaunty sure. foot. Jaunty, who could forget? <laughs> you know, I have, a, I have a real eye for a jaunty foot. Always have. <laughs> I. But it's not a lot of like, there's not even a lot of like, run, I mean, there's her like, where are you running bit. But they don't even have like a fight at the end or anything. No, like no. a physical conference. No one goes see a show. <laughs> no, there's very much. Right. There's, the, there's the montage where they walk across the bridge where you're hearing her, her tapes again. Sure. And, uh, <laughs> and I guess when they're, you know, Elizabeth leaps to her feet to protect her when the guy comes to the door, you know. Um, but sure. not really. I'll say 12. 12. Uh, I'm going to go 15. A few extra points for that jaunty foot. <laughs> I'm going to go 10, just for the jogging. Okay. All right, now we are to our wheel of categories categories. <laughs> we have a wheel with some other categories on it, and you're going to spin it via the magic of Zoom technology four <laughs> times. Okay. So whatever category comes up, that will be what we randomly. All righty, so here we go. The first category is... Wearing another's clothes. Does someone wear another's clothes in this movie? Take on another I identity. That, I don't think that ever happens in this, does it? No. 
I had nothing for that. Like she, no, does, you would think like Andrea would go in disguise or something as like a yeah, no, yeah, and a stuttering support group. Did she ever like something. pretend to be something vocally? She did. She does heavy. on the like keep away from you. Don't touch right. her. Oh right. Oh that maybe where you're son of a bitch might have been. She may have done that in her creepy voice. That makes Don't sense. you touch her, you son of a bitch. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Oh right. But even then, she is, that is just who she is. She's not pretending right. to be someone she's not. That's true. And we see it, we know that all along. Yeah. Mm. We got that telescope POV. Yeah. So I guess zero. Zero. Yeah, I guess zero. Sorry. Zero. Sorry. Giving it a zero all around. Alrighty. Wheel category yeah. two. Caper music. What kind of caper music is there? Um. I actually did have something for this. They were very, there was a very sort of intentional specific harpsichord music playing when Talia Shire was calling the cops on her rapist last taxi driver. So that's kind of a caper to like- It was. To catch someone. Yeah. And the also, music was very like, pay attention to this music. I couldn't hum it for you now though. No. <laughs> no. That's Ennio Morricone for you. <clears throat> Before the reveal that her cab driver was her rapist, <laughs> I thought they were trying to be light and funny there. I was like, oh, they're going to be, it's going to be a light moment. But it, of course, mm. they can't give her any joy. Windows um, has something for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I did note, it wasn't Capri, but the end, like, I guess there was an hour of music that Ennio Morricone recorded, but they never used. But, like, the end credits of the movie are great. Like, they're, it's actually a beautiful piece of music over the end credits. Um, it wasn't Capri, but it, that book, the last end credit theme is great. And it's on YouTube. Check it out. So oh. what do you want to give this for Caper music? There is a lot of wind chime music and whimsical music. <laughs> so I guess like 25? 25. 25. Yeah, I can go 25. That sounds right. I'll do 25. That's pretty good. Yeah. Great. Then that wheel. Third spin of the wheel gives us... Memorial moments. Are there any moments in this movie where we stop and remember what once was? Well, there's a shot of the Twin Towers. <laughs> I literally took a moment, oh. We see now Voyager, so we get to memorialize. Right, that's true. Movies. Yes. There's that, remember when they remember knew how to make films? Eddie Davis was... <laughs> Is there any sort of like memorial moments in her therapy? I don't know, because you don't get any insight to her backstory. No, like it's such like a this woman. Yeah. I assume she grew up like a rich kid, like a trust fund kid. Yeah, obviously if she's a poetess. A poetess with those two <laughs> apartments. Um, so what do we want to give this for memorial moments? Uh, I guess. 10? 10. Yeah, I'll go 10 for now, Voyager. <laughs> I'll do 12. Give it two more. Another extra point for each of the towers. All right. All right, last wheel category. All righty. <laughs> queen song. A queen song. <laughs> Was How there much a queen? There were no queen songs in this movie, and I was trying no. to think if there's any sort of reference to a queen. Shit. Um, no. Lost. No. 
the wheel was not kind to the movie this week. I'll say that. <laughs> I don't think there was no. a Queen song. No. Zero? Are we doing zeros across the board? Yeah, I guess we have to yeah. go. I guess so, yeah, zero. All right, Drew. Now the time has come for you to <laughs> add a category. So which we can okay. then use and for other movies. Yes, you. Yeah. You're going to add a category. And then we'll that then category use... get, gets put on the wheel. Oh, great. I was wondering, like, how do you get all these great categories? Oh, now I get, now I get it. <laughs> like a queen uh, song. <laughs> I'm going to say, do you have... Um, do you have uh, dramatic smoking? No, we do that's not. A great one. That's a great one. I love dramatic smoking. And Basic Instinct with, would kill. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, there's always you know there's a lot of that and can't be you know characters smoking you know. Uh, yeah. And in this movie, there's a lot of smoking. I mean, I'll there's say a nice. lot, and it's all drama. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just basically, just based on the fact that she lights a cigarette while listening to a tape of someone being raped, I'm going to give it a 97. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Drew, I didn't get, uh, what was your score? 90. Drew? 90. And uh, 97. I mean, I think I'm going to give it 100. I mean, okay. if not this, then what? All right. We are now into the bonus categories where don't worry, there's only about 20 more categories left. But these will be quicker. These are all, these will be a percentage, and we just kind of agree on a percentage. All right. Between one so and these, five, or zero and five, excuse me. Yeah. So the first one makeover montage. Is there a makeover montage? There's only the rape montage. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I'm 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 cool with not giving it anything for makeover montage. I think yeah. that's fine. <laughs> Zero for makeover montage. All right, next one. Angry phone hangups. There were a couple. There's yeah. a few. Yeah, yeah. There was the Stephen. We're getting divorced. And the, like, don't ever touch uh, her again. Ashley yes. was always hanging up angry. I don't. That's yeah. all she knows how to do. Right. <laughs> so what uh, do we want to give this for? I'll give it a four. Out of five? Four? Yeah, I'm fine with four. Four works for me for this one, yeah. Four, great. All right, next one. Titular theme song. Uh, I don't think there is one. No one, one. sings no Windows, one. unfortunately. There's no theme for Windows by <laughs> Donna Summer or something. Totally. Yeah, I guess it has to be zero for yeah, this one. I think it's zero. All right, next one. Fun fonts. This was pretty perfunctory, I felt, and as far as fonts go. I do think the opening credits are pretty great. Like they do look like that '80s. What passes for like sophistication? Yes, I did like them. And also, I did get a little excited when there was the. This is very stupid. The silver ever ready battery with like the oh yeah the knife through the knobs. Like <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yes, I agree. That ever ready battery took me out of the movie. Um, I don't think it's a zero for fun fonts, but I could do like a two. Sure, I'll do two. Okay, I'll agree with two. Very good. All right, next one. Cheerworthy cameos. There's Betty Davis. Any. Oh, that's yeah, true. Betty Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give it a one. Let's give it a one for now. You know what? I gotta, I gotta give it to Kay Bedford. She was a legend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I typically some people get very specific about a, a about a cameo only being in one scene. So in that way, Ken Medford sort of is too important oh, to be considered oh, a cameo. Yeah, gotcha. But uh, but I think we can give it one for uh, for Betty uh, Davis. Betty Davis. 
All right, we'll give it a one. <laughs> All right, next category, pool trouble. Well, no. there's no way. The I only thing I thought of, there is trouble when they're in a pool of light okay. at the end. All right. This is a stretch. Wow. Usually John's the one doing stretches. <clears throat> I'm usually the one doing stretches. But, uh, but I'm just throwing that out there. Sure. Yeah. What can you give us more context? Where were they? Where was this? It's pool at the of light? end when like they have the confrontation, yeah. Oh, with right. The switchblade to her. And that, I mean it is the, the climatic moment of the whole movie. Yes. Yeah. They are in a pool of light. There is trouble. I would and give it a one. Sure. I yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll do a one. All right, next category. Sassy best friend. That's Elizabeth Ashley. <laughs> She's definitely. <laughs> but would you call her the best friend role? I mean, there, there's no friend. Talia Shar has no friends, right? Yeah. Elizabeth Ashley, nobody Kay has Medford. friends. I mean, there's Kay Medford. <laughs> yeah. She's not Kay. sassy so much as she's sort of like old school, no nonsense. Right. Salty. Right. Yeah. I mean, I would like, have like seen the... Andrea on another date. Like, what is she like? Just like, is she like going out and trying to meet other people? Why this woman? Why this sad, lonely mop of a woman? Because they were neighbors, I guess. I guess. I mean, yeah, so what, what was their to... meet cute? <laughs> it's rough. <laughs> so what do we want to do for sassy best friend? I, guess I kind of think it's a one. zero, but if... One, I could do one for one, Kay Medford. One. And All I also right. feel like the yeah. first third of the movie, uh, Elizabeth Ashley is being the best friend. Right, True. that's, yeah. Yeah, all right. All right, next category, a bold lip. Well, Andrea at the end has a pretty bold lip. Yeah. But again, this is like a dark time for fashion yeah. and style, yeah. at least in how these movies are pretty doing. Rapist has some real like beefy, like, like baloney lips. He looked like a Dick Tracy henchman. Totally. He did. I mean, you could say that, like, having that switchblade in her mouth, like, on her lip was sort of oh, a bold yeah. move. That's, would that be a drag queen coming out with just, like, a switchblade tape to her lip? There you go. That's a bold with a dead lip. cat and a telescope. That's a bold lip. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we want to give it from zero to five? It feels like a zero to me. Zero. What do you think, Drew? I mean, one, I guess, like, we, we came up with a couple. Sure, let's give it a one. All right, give it a one, great. All right, witches. <laughs> well, Andrea is kind of witchy in her, like, apartment, like, Wicked Witch of the West looking through her telescope yeah, slash cauldron. Like, you know how she I mean? was she able to find of... uh, Talia Shire's apartment across that, like, that was insane. That, She's there's a real some witchcraft. Witch. There's yeah. some witchcraft going on <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, totally. She's pretty witchy in her hideout. So, a one? I'd give it a, you oh, give I it a three. Say a, a three. Yeah. All right, three. I mean, I All didn't right. see a cauldron, but sure. I didn't see a cauldron. <laughs> All right, next category. How Korean is it? How Korean Zero. is Windows? Zero. Not very Korean. <laughs> uh, I think I'm fine with zero for this zero, one. Zero, I think, yeah. No one else isn't very Korean? Funny girl. <laughs> nope. All right, next category. Felt. What How much is felt Korean? is in the movie? <laughs> um, Parasite. Oh, no, Parasite. How much felt, felt is in right. the movie? Like the, I mean, there's the a lot of weird fabric in that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a lot. I would, there's I would like every, every 
every room every there's coach. all kinds. It's the 1980 New York. It's all about felt. Yeah. I'd say five. <laughs> five, right? I'm fine. I've noticed a lot of wool, so yeah. yeah. Sure, let's go five for felt. All right, five for felt. All right, next category: <laughs> gay actors playing gay roles. Zero. Zero, Zero. unfortunately. Zero. I mean, I don't know everyone's sexuality line, but. Well, I guess you just get points for visibility. Yeah. Yeah. What did you say? You get points for visibility. Mm. But she doesn't. Uh, So next category, themes of mothers. There's like nothing about a mother. There's really nothing about a mother. I don't think they ever mention anyone having a mother. (laughs) This is like made by the... uh, the two straightest men ever. I think, oh, completely. Whoever made this movie does not care about women at all. No, <laughs> no. Especially lesbians. No. Um, so a zero, I'm gonna assume yeah, for that, right? Zero. All right. Next one. A feels song. Is there a song that puts you in your feels? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I did think that I did re-listen to the end credit song after I watched the movie. Okay. Um, it's pretty good, actually. It sounded like an air song. One? I give it a one. one. I'll give it a one. one Ennio on Morricone. He's no slouch. Sure, oh, that's great. All right, and then uh, zero to five percent for gossip. How much gossip is in the movie? It's really not a gossipy movie because no. there's, there's just not a lot of people. No. I mean, if you heard this story about this happening in your building, you would gossip about it, but. It's insane. Could you but, imagine? Uh, could you imagine? And then she ran into apartment across the river. Oh, <laughs> check your freezer that. for cats. Check <laughs> that freezer. You're going to lose your deposit. Uh, so we're going to give it for gossip. I think it's zero. Yeah, I think it's a zero. Zero, yeah. All right. And then next, you can make up a lot of points here. <laughs> you could get a 15, up to 15% bonus for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Does Windows have a positive portrayal of homosexuality? <laughs> Sorry, Windows. <laughs> Sorry, Windows. But I mean, she win. is able to get that apartment. She is able to get that telescope. I mean, she's financially she's, independent. She's not inept. <laughs> It would, but no, I don't think it would matter <laughs> if she were a hobo, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then finally, Drew, negative 50% points. If this is the movie cruising. This is not the movie cruising, so it will not lose 50% of its uh, points. Oh. oh, do you guys hate cruising after I thought <laughs> We haven't seen it. We're saving it. We actually haven't it. seen it. We're what? sort of saving it for like an anniversary It's a placeholder. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're like one of the few people who've said that it's a, like actually a good movie. I think it's great. Uh, I'm intrigued So like, that's made me interested. I will it made I'll me interested, more interested to see it. Right. I also saw it a lot later. Like, I obviously wasn't. I mean, I was alive when it came out. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you weren't like, this is affecting my Other life. Other things. But um, yeah. But I, I think it's I think it's a great movie. Yeah. All right. So out of a total possible two thousand one hundred fifty four point sixty six points, Windows has scored nine hundred sixty eight point sixty six, giving it a 
percentage of 44.96%, making it the 20th gayest movie ever. Not as gay as Titanic, but gayer than Tourist Trap. Wow. It's okay. All right. Pretty good. Top 20. That feels right. (laughs) Well, Drew, that's it. That's the show. We've done it all. I love it. I hope we even Thank you so much. inspire people to go see this movie. It's currently streaming free on Amazon Prime. Yes, Amazon absolutely. Prime. And I think if you just fast forward through, through those first 10 minutes, yep. you will you will enjoy yourself. Highly entertaining. Well, Drew, is there anything you would like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? I'm currently trying to stay alive and stay insane <laughs> in my apartment. Great, great. Okay. Wish me well in that. Yeah. <laughs> great. Well, thank you so much. much, Thank you, guys. This was so much fun. And we'll We'll be be right back. back. We're back. We are crushing it. We are are so in sync. Ah. We're like two people recording a podcast across the river just through our windows. Oh, oh. thematic tie-in. Thematic tie-in, thank you. That was, I'm really glad we saw that movie. I, I Me crazy too. How, like I'd never heard of it and it's this weird little sort of delightful, sort of uh, cringy little treat. Yeah, and as a lover of trash films, I'm like surprised I'd never heard of it. It's crazy. It's crazy. I wish it like, it could have just amped up a little bit more. Sure. But uh, it still is pretty great. But it's never boring. That's true. <laughs> you will be confused as to how you're supposed to feel Absolutely. or what's supposed to happen. And a lot of the storytelling is sometimes confusing. But bored? Never. Never. Nary a moment. Never. Um, cool. We've got some emails from some people. We got one here from Scott. Uh, he's, uh, he, it is titled, Hello. Uh, and he writes, I love this show. That's pretty much it. This this cisgendered male government office employee from Vancouver Island, British Columbia, Canada, cannot get enough. Uh, I've listened to every episode of The Dynamic Between You Two is Gold. Not sure how many times I've smiled or laughed while listening, but without question, in the double digits. Thank you so much, Scott. Isn't that very sweet? That's great. listener. Uh, thanks necessary to John Gabers for the introduction, though he miscalculated as your show has far and away usurped High and Mighty in order of podcasts to listen to. Wow. What's I will right? let John him probably won't listen. He probably won't listen. It's okay. Uh, please keep doing what you're doing, but hey, if you mix it up, I'm not going anywhere. The categories are bananas and glorious. Feel free to use this as a review in any public form you desire. Goodbye from Scott. Great. What a lovely Thank email. you, Thank Scott. You, Scott. That's so we nice. welcome the cis gendered straight government workers yes especially from canada especially they know what they're doing up there um that is very sweet we also have a review on apple podcast from meg kmar uh she says perfect the perfect balance of comedy and bickering i listened to many hilarious podcasts and it's the only one where i rewound to listen to a joke again it was that delightful and that was from the Chicago episode, she tells us. Wow. So thank you, Meg. And then finally we have from World's Greatest Pizza Party, five stars, I give it five out of five, chiffon shawls billowing gently in a warm summer's breeze. Wow, what thank a vision. You, World's Greatest pizza, pizza Party. Wow. Nothing like eating pizza with a chiffon scarf on. As well, you got something to wipe your mouth with Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Perfect. <laughs> well, um, great. Yeah, so yeah, so uh, let us, uh, thank you so much for rating and reviewing. We really loved hearing from you guys. Let us know what you think about the new scoring system. Do you like it? 
you exciting? Uh, any uh, uh, uproar or outcry? Let us know. We love a good story. Uh, yeah, and I'm glad something like wasn't one uh, number one again for the yeah. third week in a row. <laughs> then I would think, like, okay, we really broke the system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we broke it. I felt. Mm-hmm. I feel like this feels right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let us know. Also, like we're talking about doing a Patreon. Let us know what you'd want to hear on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, oh, and next week. We know what we're doing next week now. We'll be interview with the vampire. Yeah, baby. Getting goth up in here. We're getting goth. Getting really goth. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Old Queens, T W O Old Queens. Or you can email us at Two Old Queens, same spelling, at gmail.com. And that's it. I just hope everyone's staying safe, staying home. Don't protest that you want things to reopen, you idiots. Uh, We all want things to reopen. But but love takes time. It does. Mm. Great. All right. We'll see you next time. Take care. Good. Good. Bye. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Connie Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.